bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A N A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Well, hello, everybody. Oh, I mean, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Am I coming in okay? Because I'm on the ocean. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we're recapping an episode of reality TV. And like she said, we're on a cruise. We're on a motherfucking cruise. On a cruise. Right now, we are floating on a humongous... Old and daisy garbage. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's like a a cruise ship is kind of like um a floating um what's it called the thing that you know shoots garbage into the atmosphere. I don't know what that's called, mm. but it is basically a floating shit container, garbage <laughs> yeah, container, yeah. waste container, environmental hazard. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we're somewhere between. Uh, Puerto Rico and Barbados. Yes, don't know exactly where, but no. somewhere. I don't even know the name of this ocean. Is it the Caribbean Ocean? <sighs> oh, that's a good <laughs> question. I'm not good with geography. Is it the Atlantic Ocean? Don't know. Me either. Is it the Indian Ocean? Is it the Red Sea? What if we were like, we're, in, we're on our way to Barbados on the Baltic Sea yeah. and it's amazing. Well, one thing I do know, it's not the Pacific Ocean, so we got that going I for I know us. it's not the Baltic Sea either. Okay, good. Well, then we've got those two things going for us. It's not, Okay. Now we've got, um, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's always a problem on a cruise ship. There's never enough TV channels. And there's usually though you on every cruise we've ever been on. And I know every, every cruise I have ever been on, even there's always MSNBC. Has always. it been on every single time? Always, always MSNBC. This cruise now not only doesn't have MSNBC, it has Fox News and CNN International. And CNN is doing this weird thing where for five minute stretches, and when you're watching TV, I don't think you might realize how long five minutes is. I mean, it's a very, very long commercial uh, break, you know, and it's this see if it's, it's on. this gross music. Yep. Wherein, and it's this really annoying oh, music. Here's the music. So that's the music. Top stories. Five things in March. Austin, oh, none of moves. It's like a scrolling thing. Austin bombs are meant to send a message. Authorities believe. It's not even that bad when it's top stories. Normally it's financial updates. It's like stocks, Weather. Weather. But this music plays for a full five minutes and you're like... If not ten. If not ten. And so then we, as a news-going audience, Ugh. are then forced to turn it to I'll Fox News. I'll be like, oh my God, stop! We're forced to turn it to Fox News. And you shouldn't be... And then we hear her. Just when the person that, that you're trying to protect is the one who... So I feel like it's some kind of elaborate plan to make us watch Fox News, which is working, because that's what we've been doing. I don't really know why. I, I know her name is Kennedy. I know 
There's the all ladies in the jewel tones. I mean, outnumbered by horse. The entire Fox News is outnumbered by horse. They're all, they look the same, all of them. And they all have the same thing to say, too. They're this so is actually, annoying. I think, Fox News International, though, because they've been playing a few things that don't seem that Republican-y. They just play Oh, right, because a... they actually say, like, Trump. They're critical. They're yeah. a couple of critical things. But it wasn't, it's not their shows. It's like little digital packages. Right. Because actually it's Fox News Digital, maybe? There's a, sometimes it comes on Fox News Digital, but right now it says Fox News Channel okay. Live. Well, Fox News Our Digital is larder. apparently capable of putting together critical thinking pieces. Right. They did one on climate change, which they, in that piece, said it was real. Uh-huh. And they did another one on Putin where they completely, like... Oh, right, right. ...gave a ton of details of why he's a shady queen. So I was like, <laughs> oh, who knew Fox News Digital? Because they know Trump's never seeing that. Right, because he's not ever going on Fox News Digital. No. But he's watching Fox News 24-7, so they keep that all Trump, <laughs> right. Trumpian around the clock. So Who do you think his favorite <clears throat> Fox News lady is? Oh, lady. I bet you it's that one um, stupid bitch who was the lawyer who... Um, She's ugly and she's always on outnumbered with by horrors. Oh God, the one who was married to Gavin Newsom, her? I don't know. She has like an aggressive face. Very aggressive. He likes brunettes. I yeah, think. I know who you're talking about. She was married to fucking Gavin Newsom, which is so crazy. How could she be? Because he's to so Gavin liberal. Newsom? Are you sure? Yeah. She was a lawyer who came on talking shit during Scott Peterson, and that was kind of how she like made her name for herself. Howard Stern always talks about her because he thinks she's hot. I guess, but she's not hot. She looks like an aggressive animal. She does. Oh, she's always on with, um, I don't know anyone's names. You know that guy that has his own funny show? He thinks he's hilarious. Oh, no, she's oh, not on. She's gross. on. A, yeah, she's not on. She's on your thing. Fox 5. Fox and Kimberly Friends. Kimberly Gilfoyle. Yeah. Fox Look. and Friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, oh, oh, oh. Fuck him. <laughs> What's his fucking name? His name is, um. This, by the way, is before she had... You guys should just Google Kimberly Guilfoyle because before she f- completely and utterly blew her face off with plastic surgery. She looks so different. She looks different, and she was married to Gavin Newsom, who obviously is one of the most liberal politicians out there. Yeah, I mean, he's and, great. like, amazing. He he's, also, what is he, this governor of San Francisco? Or? He'll also follow you back on Twitter. <laughs> okay. but <laughs> The mayor of San Francisco, what is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, is he the... Or is, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, and now she looks like this. Like... You gotta just check her out. She's and she's, she's a so monster. Gross. I'm sorry. I don't care. She's I don't care. Monster. And I don't even. I just don't she's care. Okay, so we wanted. We didn't get a chance last week to thank Jen. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Julie wants to really thank all of the um, friends who came out to see her in the Pacific '90s Northwest. Because <laughs> a lot of people from Dumb Gay Politics and the Patreon came out, but I specifically like to thank anyone and anyone who brought. Again. Gifts. Yes. So yes. I was. Uh, we were remiss in not doing that last week. So Jen, thank you so much, Jen. I think we think she's from Portland or somewhere outside Portland. She's in Oregon. Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. She brought gold eye patches that we saw Brandy Glanville wearing on Celebrity Big Brother yep. and Julie even herself because she's a lady through and through. She loves bags, <laughs> shoes, and when she sees someone in some kind of specialty face mask, she wants the face mask. That's true. So, and she was obsessed with those eye patches, so mm-hmm. she brought us those. She brought us tissues. Yep. She oh. brought... Yep. Or was it... She's not the one that brought the tissues? No. Okay. Well, Jen, you need to include tissues in the gifts. Cause it's, <laughs> so, Jen's not the one with the tissues. I feel like she said she wanted to, but it was too, uh, like, something. Too bulky. I feel like, I swear to God, too she bulky. said... She probably thought you think it was too bulky Because I have to travel with it. Yeah. Well, she didn't care that she gave you a joint, and you traveled with that. <laughs> so, thank you for the joint, Jen, and the vodka, and yep. the eye patches. Yep. 
Um, and Julie sure did fly with that joint. And the poise pads. <laughs> oh, the poise. Those are gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are gone. Those are gone, Jen. Poise pads. I put them in the front and the back. Who gave us the tissues? That was... Was that somebody who was... I was on the road and they gave me tissues? Yeah. I feel like that was a while ago. And you brought I them back. I think that was in Pennsylvania. No, that was this trip? I don't know. I thought it was. I can't... I'm sorry if I've fucked it that Well, up, you completely but... did fuck it up because you don't remember who gave it and we can't thank them now. The tissues were definitely... I I mean, I don't want to get... I, I, don't, I, I didn't think that was this trip. Uh... Please send us a Patreon, whoever gave the tissues, so Julie can feel rightfully bad. Um, also, we wanted to read this message, Mamma, that you read on Facebook, because I don't ever read the Facebook page. Rose Clark Robertson. This came on our Dem Gay Politics like, oh, Facebook page, right, uh-huh. Mamma? Mm-hmm. Like our fr- um, yeah. fan group. It's like a fan group that you can join the... the um, Moderator like looks through and makes sure you yeah. follow the rules, and, and then she, she lets was you on in. it this week, boy. And she'll she won't let you in if you're trying to be a troll or too aggressive. She doesn't want any fighting. I know they fight on like the Heather McDonald one a lot. I haven't seen any fights from our thing, but there was apparently a very tense, aggressive situation <laughs> this week that Emily handled. So that's been gone, been done. So so Rose came on and said, "Hi, loves. I just want to tell you how excited I was when I found your podcast." I was a huge fan when you two were on the people's couch. My mother and I would watch this show when she was going through chemo. It was a little escape from the C word. We were sad when it got canceled. I know if mom were alive, she would be listening to the podcast and be the happy 16th listener. Me being the 15th, obviously. Thank you for making me smile and sometimes snort tea at my nose from laughing so hard every (laughs) Tuesday. You guys are the best. Keep being badass rock stars. Yours truly, Rose Robertson. I love a name with alliteration. Well, that's nice. Um, so, Rose, I, mean, I never remember that was your name. I just want to say that Julie screenshotted this and sent it to me just because obviously it touched her, like, last week or something. But um, I remember you. You sent me a Twitter message during People's Couch, both of us, during People's Couch. And um, I just wanted to talk about it here because um, people's, you know, and you hear celebrities say it too, but... You know, people will say, you really were, you know, you, your podcast or your show or whatever it is got me through a time, very tough time. And people say that kind of stuff all the time. And it, and it does matter. And it does mean it's touching when somebody was having a terrible day and, you know, you made them laugh or whatever. But your particular note to us during People's Couch, which you said, I don't think your mom had, had died yet. And you said that she was going through chemo and it was just really hard on her and you guys would lay in bed and watch People's Couch, and it was, like, the only time she would laugh or you guys would laugh together. And I was like, that is literally, like, <laughs> we can just call it a day after that. <laughs> you know, if it, it just was, it was honestly the most touching, like, profound thing that I've ever even imagined yeah. anyone even saying. Yeah. I, except, I mean, I remember this woman watched People's Couch the whole entire time she was in the hospital having her baby. And uh, I was like, oh. for, she's like, I'm not in labor, and I'm just sitting around, you know, going through contractions. And I was like, oh, my God, for, my mom was watching Hollywood Squares. So I'm like, forever, that's, that's like my legend of my thing is that she was watching Hollywood Squares. When, so I'm like, that stuff's kind of cool. But I just, that was, I'm so glad that you're listening to the podcast yeah. and that somehow we translated from People's Couch to... I mean, God. Julie wants to change the subject because we're like going to look at each other and start crying. We can't even make <laughs> eye contact. It's so touching and so sweet. And we're sorry about your mom. And yeah. thank you for... For just reaching out and and it, and I'm glad the People's Couch did one thing and I'm that Bravo <laughs> should be ashamed of themselves for canceling it, being that clearly. It was the only show that they've ever had, 
or one of the only shows ever since the 80s where where people could watch it with their parents, whether they were teenagers right. or kids right. or, you know, your age with your mom. It's like it crossed generations and and they don't have really shows like that, you know, anymore. Everything's no. segregated. It's like You never hear, Disney I watched and, this with my parents or I sat with my kids no. or I, yeah. people's couch was the only thing. Yeah. So I'm glad you got rid of it, Bravo. Good, good, good for you. Way so to thank go. you, Rose, so much, and we hope that touched everyone like it did us. And um, yeah. you know, and again, if anyone wants to send us any tissues in the mail, um, <laughs> we'd love that. Um, yeah. Let's get to eyes. We need some now because we're about to cry our eyes out over. In fact, I'm gonna have a drink. Uh. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to eye of the shit storm. Mm-hmm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right, so (laughs) Donald Trump, maybe part of him, (laughs) seems to be a literal psychopath. And every week there are 900 shitstorms. But this week, the biggest and most alarming one was hands down, I mean, Trump firing <laughs> Secretary of State T-Rex Rex Tillerson. Ugh. Um, of course the news broke one minute after we <laughs> uploaded last week's podcast, and I was hungover, and I mean legendarily hungover, and riveted. It was truly, and I can, I mean, truly, genuinely, literally, honestly, genuinely, truly, the first time since we started this podcast that the news felt as compelling to me as watching an episode of Housewives. <laughs> I, I mean, I this, yeah, I couldn't this week was like Housewives. I mean, this yeah. week has been full Housewives. Yeah. It's like, like I, I don't need, even want to watch anything else. The firing, the drama, the how could they treat me like this. I was, there. no one understands me. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, why did you do this at my charity event? It wasn't the time <laughs> yeah, and place. why did you do this at my charity event? <laughs> and like, also, you, I could have... And you took my pension away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Um, it was... The drama factor was so high. Not, and then, not only did Trump fire his Secretary of State, and, and by the way, he fired him on Twitter, but he fired like 900 I other mean, people too. Jesus. <laughs> like, I, I, I have started to believe that no one is working and I think it's just Trump and um Mattis and the Ivanka and Jared. Yeah. Well the same day Trump fired the deputy secretary of state as well. State. Yeah. So there was that other guy. So it was like Rex Tillerson was the big news, but then there was the undercurrent of his fuck the deputy secretary of state he also fired. Right. So And he fired his chief of staff. Right, he fired his Tillerson's chief of staff and personal assistant. Anyone related to Rex Tillerson <laughs> at all and anyone who works in the State Department <laughs> needed to get fired. Yeah. And then three days later, he fired the head of the FBI, Andrew McCabe. And we are expecting to hear that the head of national security, HR McMuffin Puffin Stuff and McMuffin Stuff, will be fired any day now. I mean, HR Egg McMuffin Stuff? Oh, <laughs> my God, that's amazing. McMuffin Puffin Stuff. <laughs> HR Egg McMuffin. And isn't Puffin Stuff also McDonald's? No, I thought that's... Oh, no, a- that's Puffin Stuff. That's yeah. HR Puffin Stuff. Yeah. That's yeah, a- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, like we said, Tillerson found out he was fired on Twitter. Um, we didn't even put the tweet here because I'm sure even anyone trying to avoid the news heard this shit. I mean, I'm sure people even, even on Bravo somehow found a way to get through to people. <laughs> e. Um, so basically it was like, we want to thank Rex Tillerson for his service and, you know, welcome, you know, and, and so basically the deputy, um, secretary of state 
So Tillerson called Trump a moron like a few months ago. Like right. I don't know, like I don't know if it was in the summer. And he would never deny it. They asked him Which on every... Which is amazing yeah. he didn't deny it. You'd think you'd just deny it. No, because I think he knew if the second I deny hurt. this, right. I'll be have been recorded right. by 14 different... Someone will leak a video of me. And so he... So it's the whole thing of like, I'm not going to get into it. What I said or what I didn't say. <laughs> right. Now you know what we have more important things to talk about. That's... That whole... I'm so <laughs> sick of that. We have more important things to talk about than what I said about the president. I'm calling him a moron and an idiot <laughs> and a fuckface and a dickwad and a cockfuck. But let's talk about Russia. Yeah. No, let's not talk about Russia. <laughs> let's not let's talk, about, talk Russia. about all the jobs were created. Let's talk about how great the president's doing. Let's talk about unemployment we being We can talk up. about North Korea, maybe. He probably was fine with talking about that. I mean, it's just like... <sighs> so he, he had been... Supposedly, since the moron incident, Trump had been trying to get him to resign, the way he's trying to get Jeff Sessions to resign. Well, Tillerson dug in his heels and said, and by all accounts, he said, I'm not going to be forced out, and I'm not going to leave until he fires me to my face. He's going to walk into the door, look at me in the eye, and fire me to my face. I'm not going to resign. I'm not going to be asked to resign. So, Tillerson went down to Africa on the your We Don't Really Think You're a Shithole tour. Which cost the taxpayers a dick ton of money. I mean... And this, the three people left at the State Department had been organizing it for, like, three months since the shithole comment. I mean... He finally goes on the tour, and he's on his way back after talking to all these dignitaries, all these leaders in Africa, being like, we do love you in America, we respect you, we want to help you, that comment, that's not what that meant. He's not even touched down in the plane from Africa before he's fired, and every leader in Africa is like this. Well... Oh, Okay, well, we were talking to a numrod, nimrod, and right. nuts. Well, I guess that we don't... <laughs> I can't do an African accent. But, yeah, they're it like... It became meaningless. They were yeah. talking to a buffoon. To, that, to, to just a, a worthless, useless nothing. Yeah. They might have sent a ghost. Yeah. They might have sent nothing. They're in like, fact, oh, they was sent he anyone. even working for America when he came no. down here? He could have been anyone. He could have been fucking Bernie Madoff. They, it didn't matter. Yeah, so it totally negated all that work, all that money, all that time, mm. all of it. And then it was like, turns out that that they called him on the phone on the private jet and said, somebody, like, general, like, I guess maybe it was John Kelly said, he wants, he really wants you to resign. And Rex Tillerson's like, I'm not resigning. I'm not resigning. He needs to fire me to my face. Then a few hours later, because that flight back from Africa, and I know it well, takes <laughs> approximately two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, even on a private jet. Uh, so the next morning, he's still on the jet, and the Twitter, his, you know, Rex Tillerson, T-Rex ain't on Twitter, because T-Rexes don't right, go on Twitter. Right, But his assistant is, and he walks over and shows him the tweet, which basically says he's fired on Twitter. Mm. And he still was like, no, I'm not going to be fired on Twitter. He's going to fucking sack up, take his two-inch thumb dick, and he's going <laughs> to fire me to my face. So he doesn't even turn in his resignation. He doesn't say anything to the press. He just acts like he's not fired. And then supposedly John Kelly was like, you need to call him, because... He isn't going to go anywhere and you're going to, now you're going to get into a thing. So Trump's forced to call him. And even then, I don't think he talked to him. I think he talked to the deputy. But before that, the deputy secretary of state, which is like his one underneath him, right. talked to reporters and said he wasn't going to resign. He, he doesn't want to quit. He doesn't want to leave. And he didn't know he was even fired until he saw Twitter and no one has called us. And so basically, at that point, Trump did call, and what he did on the phone was go ahead and fire the deputy secretary of state too. He's like, "Oh, now you can go." 
I mean, I, I, it's, I don't even, yeah, I don't even really know what to say. There's really nothing to say other than each thing that happens, all I can think is just, and who's, what else? I don't understand if you are supporting Trump, if you think that's acceptable. Has any Secretary of State ever been? Just even in a management situation, it just, think, let's not yeah. pretend, let's pretend you want him because you think he runs a, a, a company so great. Is this how you run a company? Yeah. This is how you run a company? This is, uh, 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 uh. Uh, the amount of turnover seems like people are being like actually abused, right? The number besides just the people being fired, the number of people quitting in droves. I mean, well, plus the and and he was and I don't know. Rex Tillerson might have wanted to do some good things. We don't know, but he also did do a lot of shitty things. He was a terrible Secretary of State. He got rid of half of every department. People were quitting left and right under him. They said he but he wouldn't get anything done. He was he gutted the now, State Department over sixty percent. Of the di- of the diplomats working at the State Department are gone, and these are people who are lifelong career right. diplomats. Like literally, right now at the State Department, there is no ambassador to South Korea, there's no ambassador to Saudi Arabia, there's no ambassador to Turkey or the European Union. But that's just there's a million other pivotal posts that are like completely empty. Like he gutted the department, and I can just say that. I probably shouldn't even say this now. I guess we should just keep going. But it's so scary that our State Department is empty. It's an empty building sitting there like a Manhattan empty Russian building. It's just scary. I wonder who would want the United States not to have any international um, diplomacy at all, any international relationships at all. Who? Who? Who might want that? Who, what, who's our real, who wants that? Who do you think wants that? Like an enemy. Russia. Exactly. Because Vladimir Putin is trying to take over the fucking world. Yeah. Literally. He's, you want to know who the new Hitler is? It's Putin. That's why that, all that shit happened at the Olympics, because with just all that confusing shit, because we had no ambassador to South Korea. So there's dumb fuck Mike Pence, who we won't get into later, but he's not, you know, the the sister of Kim Jong-un is there. I mean, it's all confusing, but it's like. There was no clear go between because we had no ambassador that whole time. Right. It's like the Olympics are in South Korea. We don't even have a South Korean ambassador. And this is what Vladimir Putin wants. He wants confusion and chaos, and he doesn't want us to have relationships internationally. No. Because once we're an island, because he does. Yeah, oh, he has. He's talking to everyone. He's systematically, Mm, like, mm, mm, destroying mm. and disbanding and gutting our government, and we're sitting by and watching it. And and now that those, those career diplomats are gone... It's going to be really, really, like, next to impossible to get new people in there. No right. one wants to work for Trump. And if someone just is in desperate need of the job, like, perhaps me, for example. Uh-huh. I know. Should we go work for the State Department? Yeah, I'm happy to go work for any of it. But then I know Julie and I would then be shamed. Anybody who's desperate enough for money to go over there and can string two sentences together and kiss ass, because that's really all he cares about, they will be shamed by any of their friends and family who are thoughtful or down to earth at all, and so then they won't be able to take a job. Right. No one I would go and leak. I would just go leak. Go and, yeah, cause chaos. You know what I mean? I would go leak, and also I'd tweet back at him. I would be like a piece, like a, you know what you want to talk about, like, countering with countering? That's where I'd be able to do it. Yeah, but you'd probably get fired within a day. Okay, well. So the, um. Then I would sue them. Tillerson is being replaced by Mike Pompeo, who is the current head of the CIA. So, a couple of notes about Mike Pompeo. Yes. 
He served as a Tea Party Republican the worst. for two terms as a Kansas congressman. He graduated at the top of his class from West Point and Harvard, which I think means he's a professional kiss-ass. Right. Because I don't think you can graduate. And who could graduate from West Point at all? Because you're basically just got a bunch of alpha male fucking rapists screaming at you. Right, West Rape. Yeah. West Rape Academy. Yeah. And yet you're <laughs> uh-huh. getting through there at the top of your class. Harvard, too. Like, you've got to really... You've got to really be able to kiss some ass. And I think it's clear he can by the fact that he's one of the only people who've come out unscathed in, like, his right. Trump relationship. Right. So now, the next fucking, like, cherry on the story is that <laughs> Trump nominated a woman, Gina Haspel, to be the new head of the CIA. She's a big fan of illegal torture <laughs> tactics and has been at the center of more than one, more than two, more than three torture scandals at the CIA. Now, it's not likely that the Senate will ever in a million years approve her, so the nomination by Trump, I think, was a PR move to make him look good with women right. and make Congress look bad with women when they go, when they no. denounce her. Yeah. Right. When they go, it's the first woman ever nominated and they don't accept her and they're like, right. yeah, she has, it's not just that she's been the head of torturing people. Right. She's, she's thrown away evidence of torturing people. Shh. Donald Trump has an ability and, or this, I don't know if it's just the circle, the circle of people has the ability to weed out the worst women in humanity. Oh, to find them. To find the women that are the, um, the women that are the, um, uh, exception to the rule. Because with men, it's the, ex- the exception to the rule are the good ones. Sorry. Right. But the, um, uh. Women. Women, the exception to the rule are the bad ones. Deal with it. Write me a letter. <laughs> try it. However, she is probably one of the worst We've Talk seen. about a psychopath. Probably we want one to call of the her worst we've seen. But a sociopath, a psychopath is a violent sociopath. A sociopath is someone who acts with no conscience at all. A psychopath is a violent sociopath. She's literally a psychopath. She has yeah. violently tortured, watched men, and I don't know, I'm assuming it's all men, but, and she's torturing human beings, like, just, if. I'm sorry. Like, like waterboarding certain, for more than 18 days in put, a row. She buried people. She put people, people into in a coffins. coffin and nailed it shut. Yeah. The something the size of a coffin where you're like, I can't even watch that scene in Kill Bill. Where she, I can't watch it either. I have to fast forward uh, it. Yeah. It's too intense. And it's yeah. like, who can stomach that? It takes a very, very, very special person and especially a woman. I'm sorry to stomach that. Like, Well, that's what the thing. That's right. That's like the fact that she is capable of that is like the women who kill all their children or... Or right. even, you know what I mean? Yep. These women are not, these are few and far between, and they almost are the worst of the worst, even worse than men, because they have so far superseded their own actual nature right. that they've become, I don't even yeah. know, how does one become like, like that? She's a, she's a robot from an outer space that an alien sent down, and we're like, <laughs> that's not a woman. I don't know what kind of abuse she suffered you know what I mean? And I don't know what happened to her in her life, but torture is a very specific um, thing. And like, we, So we've got a, um, and I mean, maybe she, who knows? I don't anyway. know. She, she's not getting personal revenge, which is the only way we're into torture. I don't mind personal <laughs> torture revenge. That's fine with me. I know. But I mean, if you... That's why I brought it up. Yeah, exactly. But she's doing just full an enjoyment of... That's not personal to her. No. Like, no one takes America that personally. Right, no. Like, okay, you... You so, you work for fucking you're in a terrorist group. No, like no, unless no. somebody came into something to that's personal to you, right? And not every one of those. And she's been accused of a million different things, right? It's like 
And she would be the head of the CIA. It's just like everyone that they choose is just worse than the last one. So in and response yeah, you, to ugh. the... Okay, so basically Andrew McCabe, mm-hmm. he was the head of the FBI, right? Okay. So he was fired 26 hours before he was officially to retire with his pension. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been working for the FBI for like 30 plus years. Right. He was already going to retire. Right. Because he was fired, he now won't get any of his pension or anything. Right. Um, so... At, at this point, John Brennan, who was the former head of the CIA, you know, this guy is, this guy is, he's non, like, we don't really know what his politics are, but if we had to guess in the dark, everyone would have said he was Republican. Nobody thought the guy's not, right. he's not some raving liberal. Right. CIA people aren't even supposed to say what their politics right. are. Right. So this guy, John Brennan, he was, he just recently, he was stopped being the head of the CIA in like 2007. He, he tweeted out. And Julie and I were sitting at the airport, and we were, like, holding each other. We couldn't even believe this. (laughs) When the full extent of your venality, moral turpitude, and political corruption becomes known, you will take your rightful place as a disgraced demagogue in the dustbin of history. You may scapegoat Andy McCabe, but you will not destroy destroy America. America will triumph over you. Whoo, girl! I mean, dustbin... Demagogue, yeah, dustbin demagogue, yeah, dustbin. You're gonna be in the dustbin of history, disgraced demagogue. In I the mean, dustbin of history. How to get that tattooed on? Yeah, seriously. Moral turpitude. Also, mm. let's put that in our dictionary. I know, which is like moral turpentine. Which yeah, is just like, <laughs> I know. Right, you you don't even get moral tur- the tur- you've all done been <laughs> taken off the morality. Yeah. It's been turpentined off like paint. When the, I mean, you guys, when the head of his CIA. The CIA are they're spies. That's all they are. They know everything. They know where everybody is buried. They know every single fucking secret. They're all sociopaths. Yeah, they are. They're disgusting. But I'm telling you, when the head of the CIA who knows it's like if a comedian I told Julie this, I said if a comedian comes in and says some shit that the rest of us don't understand, Julie's gonna understand it because she's so deep in the comedy right, game right. that she gets it. This guy right. is so deep in the game of just this. They probably know there's aliens, these motherfuckers. Right. They know every <laughs> right. secret. Right. If he knows the guy's trying to destroy America, if he tweets this out, he understands that we are in serious fucking trouble. He said, you will not destroy America. And I'm telling you that I just want to say, like, uh, a wave of, like, lie wizard reality came <laughs> over me with this whole thing with Rex Tillerson, where I just said to myself, basically, I don't know if we've talked about it, but a... a, a Former Russian spy and his daughter were like gassed or like with some kind of like nerve agent. La- they were like poisoned mm-hmm. um, in Britain, in Great Britain, in the UK. And it was a clear message, which the, no one's had. Like, there's been tons of Russian spies and Russian people Found killed in, in trunks, and yeah, hung in rooms. But and... they, but they've always just said, "Oh, that was random. That they were robbed or they committed mm-hmm. suicide." And they've never. But this wasn't even. There was no way to say this was anything. Uh, somebody robbing you ain't going to put a nerve agent on you and your daughter. It was clear. Right. It was from Russia. It was a message to someone, and they these people were killed. I believe it was a message to Trump. Yeah. I believe, from what we've told y'all on past podcasts, that um, Russia was very particular about, according to the dossier, uh-huh. they were very particular about Secretary of State. They didn't want Mitt Romney. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Rex Tillerson is chosen, even though Trump doesn't know Rex Tillerson, has <laughs> never even met him. Rex Tillerson is chosen. Yeah. Then they never got along, and then whatever happened, Rex Tillerson guts the whole State Department, and then um, I believe Russia demands him to be fired. 
Trump tries to fire him for the last few months, get him to resign. He won't resign. Right. My opinion, this just washed over me. I thought, you know what? They said, fire him or we're going to fucking kill you and Ivanka, you fuck. Yeah. And then when he still couldn't get him to go, they kill this guy in England, and less than 24 hours later, Rex Tillerson's gone. The whole State Department's gone. Yeah. Tappini's gone. Tillerson's gone. I mean, then they fire Andrew McGann. I mean... And they put in a guy, Mike Pompeo, who will do whatever Trump says. He has been a diplomat in the way that, I guess, he worked as a Kansas congressman, but... It's such a random choice for Secretary of State Part 2. Yep. And I just thought to myself, yeah, Putin is the Hitler. He's dismantling our government. And it is, in my opinion, imperative that we take the army and walk in and arrest him. He's going to dismantle. The the National Security Advisor is about to be fired. There's not going to be the head of the fucking army. They're even trying to get Jim Mattis out. So it's like, before it's too late, they need to walk in. They need to seize control of him and his daughter and his whole family. And because... He, at this point, he doesn't want to be killed by Putin, and he doesn't want to go to American jail. So he will now do anything right. to keep himself out of American jail right. and his family and not be killed. Right. So he needs to be arrested before Putin is our new president. And I'm just happy the be- best years of my life are behind me. And I say that <laughs> I say that with all seriousness. I'm happy I have no kids, and I'm happy I'm old so I can be like, you know what? Thank God I had my 20s. <laughs> well, I'll be going to jail. So I hope that you'll come visit me. Um, no, we won't, won't be going to jail because we'll be running through the streets with cans of tuna, <laughs> gold bullion, and my handguns. And then when it the shit comes in, we'll just shoot ourselves. I'm gonna be. Ugh, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wear a Jewish star and a gay star. <laughs> a Jewish star that's a rainbow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to wear. Well, you know, like they did in the camps, they had to wear the and the triangle. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to be around and be like, oh, man, just like fucking, not like. Oh, I'll come visit you. I'll pretend I'm like in. T- to Russian stuff, and then I'll, like, try and break you out. I don't know. But it's serious, you guys, and, and me, I... will work as, like, your house boy. I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have yeah. to it. I'm gonna have to yentle it. I'm gonna have to yentle it. Yeah, be a man. I'm gonna have to be a man. Be a man that I hire as my, like, indentured slave or whatever I'm gonna, it is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, to go... Clean. Yeah, this I'll have your to whole do. family. I'll just buy your whole family. <laughs> and I'll be like, I have this disgusting family. They're cleaning for me. Ugh. The dad paints for me. Oh God, it's gonna, it's gonna go right back to fucking. It's gonna be all underground fucking clubs and yeah, it's gonna be all. Well, of you it. know what? We won't have to be protecting our. We'll have to just protect our animals and that's it. I'm scared. I'm really scared, and I feel like, like again, like you said, Putin's a Hitler, and we're all underestimating. And the problem with the endless speculation on cable news is that no, the only person taking action is Trump. Right. No one else is. No. Nope. No one else is taking any action. No one else is going, Jared Kushner's gotta go. Yeah, and how long is Mueller gonna do this? Like, you know what you know, bud? So get in there and fucking arrest them. Yeah. He's I don't not, understand what we're no, waiting for. What you call it's having uh, arrested? What's his name sitting at his house? Paul Manafort. Oh, Paul Manafort. Old fucking Frankenstein face. It's like, he's on house arrest? That's not a real thing. When he decides to go, he's gonna walk out of his front door. It doesn't matter that you're gonna track him with his ankle <sighs> bracelet. God. They'll cut off his leg before they let you find him. Yeah. And it's like, Put him in jail where they belong. Scary shit. And it finally hit me. And I make it a point to stay drunk and high constantly so I don't get scared. And so (laughs) with that in mind, um, Julie dreamt up a brand new segment (laughs) called Preparing for President Pence. Why you being a dickhead fool? 
cared for You're just fucking up situations Why are you being a dickhead for? Stop being a dickhead Why are you being a dickhead for? You're just fucking up situations Alright, so of course Every nail that goes in Donald Trump's coffin Brings us closer and closer to a world Where we have Mike Pence As our president And I gotta say, I am not fucking into it at all (laughs) so i wanted to do a segment where i give y'all a taste of what it would be like if this piece of shit took trump's place this segment was completely julie's idea (laughs) like rachel maddow there isn't a happening with this administration that doesn't make julie harken back to us ending up ultimately with mike pence because believe you me rachel maddow is stuck on the shit too Personally, I'm not worried because I always assume that Mike Pence will go down with whatever charges take Trump down. Because ultimately, even though he's a fierce Bible beater who calls his wife mother and refuses to be alone in a room with women who aren't his mother slash wife, I don't ever forget that he was more than happy to put all that aside and get in bed with a full-on fucking philanderer who's laundered more money than we'll ever make in our lifetimes. But I'm happy to let Meow Meow spell it out more clearly and make me more scared, <laughs> since I'm clearly living in denial of Pensian proportions. Well, now, though we've been imagining Trump getting impeached, um, though I have been imagining a more creative way oh. of disposing of this god-awful human turd. I'm going to let that to be to the imagination so you don't get arrested. Yeah, well, I wanted to say, <laughs> FBI, who's listening, don't come knocking on my door and say that you're saying that something I'm not saying and hold Kathy Griffin above all our heads as if she did something illegal, which she did not, so go cry about it. What I mean creative, like throwing turds at him, oh, or good. like making him go live in Russia, taking away all of his money, making him wear a babushka, you know what I mean, and have him like... Take away his hair system. Yeah, like shave his head bald, put a babushka on, and have him, you know, shit like that. Just little things. The little things make you happy. I really do pray, and if you've, you'll know this tweet, if you've seen this said a million times, that he goes, as it will be a great day for democracy and the American people. Okay? Remember he said something about that? Now, though it will be a glorious day, let's remember it will be one day. And on that day, it will also be the real and actual president of the United States that gets fired, Vladimir Putin. But (laughs) while we collectively try and utilize the law of attraction, let's just take a minute to accept the fact that no matter what we do until the election, and we elect Democrats or even not, you know, regular, normal, right-wing, not fundamental Republicans into government, and we get a brand new president that we actually vote for, I'm sorry to tell you, we're still fucked, because our next president will be Mike Pence. I hate, hate Mike Pence (laughs) with a deep and savage, dare I say lustful hate. Do you hate him more than Trump? Yes, I do. I do hate him more than Trump, and I do hate Trump, but... I know. At least Trump is funny. (laughs) Exactly. And I don't (laughs) think he's bothered turning gays back. It's funny. He doesn't care about any of that no. shit. He's in. He's a treason. He's a treasoner. Yeah. He's a. Um, yeah. He'll get us all killed. He'll get us all killed, yeah. and he will sell your mother into meat grinder. <laughs> yeah. But mom, he's gonna sell <laughs> you into a meat grinder. But he doesn't use fucking. He doesn't hide behind religion. At least now, by lustful, I mean I want to see Mike Pence get fucked and slapped in the face by Buck Angel, and I want the Baroness, the only dominatrix I know by name, to bull whip his dick off. Now, with that said. What's so bad about Mike Pence? That would hurt so bad. I know. That would really hurt. And she... I think you do it on the balls. Oh, this bitch, Baroness, <laughs> if you're still alive, I don't know, but she was scary. She was in New York. She bullwhipped. She did her... She was like a uh-uh. specialist. She, her thing was bullwhipping, and I don't get it. Anyway, 
here's some shit you need to know about Mike Pence, okay? Now, general shit, he's obviously a conservative Republican, blah, blah, blah. He was the governor of Indiana in 2012. He was previously on the Congress for 12 years in Indiana. So he, it's not that he doesn't know what he's doing, because he does. So he's also been in politics for a long time. He served as um, the Republican Conference Chairman, Chairman of the House of Republican Study Committee. He was born in Columbus, Indiana. He earned a bachelor's degree in 81, blah, blah, blah. His whole thing has been politics his whole life. So in that regard, okay, let's give him that. But there's so much more to this God-loving, woman-fearing sycophant. Let's see what we can learn. While governor of Indiana... Well, wait, you don't forget, you already taught us about his weird radio show. Oh, yeah, he remember he had the radio show. Now, not just about the radio show. Now, he had the radio show, and he also tried to enact a TV channel, which would have been recorded direct from the government about government doings, but people went insane because they basically said, that's what North Korea does, and you do a closed circuit. Like, if you have a government-run television channel... What do you think it's going? Exactly. What do you think it's going to happen? He's so he's so concerned about being on TV or being yes. on the being a, a radio host. Yeah, that's right. That he doesn't even see that he's trying to do communist beyond, propaganda beyond. Because all he why don't you go host American Idol, you fucker? <laughs> exactly. Tool. So people were like, no, no, thumbface, no, no. <laughs> he also the main thing, however, uh, that he's famous for, or shall, shall I say? <laughs> is the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which he signed into law in Indiana. Now, you might know this law as the gay pizza law, the gay cake law, such yeah. as. So we all... We he all, signed that? He invented that? He signed it into law. Now, I don't know that he invented it, but he signed it into law, law in Indiana. Indiana. For some reason, I thought that was going on in Arizona, that pizza. Well, thing. it's... Yeah, because, well, Indiana had a, a one, and Arizona had one, and Colorado okay. has one. Okay. Because basically, now that it's in a law in one state, people that use it... Yeah. Okay, so he... Um, okay, so we know it as the gay... You know, we, we always refer to it as gays, that it hurts gays the most, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing, and I, after reading about it, it... It, okay, I. Oh. What what's so bad about the religious freedom app besides not being set, selling pizza to gays and gay cakes and all that shit, which is pretty bad. Well, the Indiana Court of Appeals ruled that sex offenders are allowed to attend church services even while children are present to attend Sunday school. The ruling handed down Tuesday. This was a, a while, long time ago. Stems from a letter in the Boone County Sheriff sent. To his county's registered sex offenders, informing that that forming them the passage of Indiana's serious sex offender law. The law prohibits serious sex offenders from entering school property. However, under the Religious of Freedom Restoration Act, you can't take away a person's right to to pray or to be in a house of worship, even if you're a sex offender and even if there's children in the same building. Wow, what a great law! Not only that, that then translates into anything, anything. Your rapist could still be living next to you. He's allowed to go to your church, too. You don't your have stalker. any... Your right, stalker. your stalker. Your stalker. Somebody you have anyone, a, a, you know, court order. Anything. Anyone could use any... The church to do, to go against the, the law. Correct. Okay. So, there's that. And he's so religious. He's against abortion. He's against plan. He works tirelessly... And abortion and no, you know, not even if you got raped, not even if you're 12, not even if your father fucked you, nothing. You can't have that. Yeah, I gotta have that kid. Um, he hates Planned Parenthood. He wants all defunding for Planned Parenthood. But at the same time, he's riddled with scandal. 
let's not forget, he's not just a, a, a guy who calls his wife mother. He is riddled with fucking like scandal. What? The guy is able to be bought off. He's not bought off by Russia, but he's owned by the Koch brothers. Oh, so exactly. the Koch That's brothers have exactly. given Mike Pence more money than any other candidate in the history of candidates. <gasps> oh my god. They own him the most. And that was, I read that in an article that David And Koch, Nancy Pelosi name-checked them. And she's like, the head, Speaker of the House should not be decided by the Koch brothers. David Koch, the, of the Koch brothers, has given Mike Pence personally, like, the most money that a private donor has given to any candidate. Specifically, to Mike Pence. And he's still... And he does their bidding beyond any other candidate does. So when it comes to, like, anything with global warming or environmental How dare issues, he act like he's religious? It, exactly. That drives me up the wall. That's that right. really does. So he's a hypocrite. Ultimately, he's a huge hypocrite. Well, he's, they an opportun- are. he's an opportunist. So he also... A um, materialistic opportunist. When he ran for Congress in the 90s, he spent $13,000 worth of campaign funds for his personal purchases. Finance records revealed that Pence used his voter donated money to make mortgage payments, <laughs> buy groceries, pay off credit card charges, participate in golf tournaments, and make payments on his wife's car. Okay, so the guy isn't, you think that he's just some dump bumpkin who believes in God, which is annoying, or not just believes in God, but is fundamental, but he's he's a shill, like all yeah. of them, but, and even worse, that he's, he's being fully controlled. Yeah, and by money. By money. The one thing, if it was, like, the church controlling him, it isn't. Right, no. He doesn't believe in global warming. He doesn't believe in evolution. He endorsed Ted Cruz for president, talked shit about Trump, then Trump became president, and like all of them, turncoated like a fucking dolphin who smells your period and flips right over. And so finally... That's right. And can't, well, refuses to be alone with a, with single women when there's alcohol present, but is the vice president for the biggest flanderer that's ever held <laughs> that's office right. in the that's history right. of the world. That's right. That's and like a finally, fucking priest working for a pimp, basically. right. Now, uh, a little tidbit that I read in trying to find things what you don't know about um, Mike Pence is he hates the movie Mulan. He, what does he hate about it? And, okay, so he vehemently hates the char- children cartoon for promoting mischievous liberal propaganda. He wrote in 1999 about the Disney, Disney movie, which is about a Han Dynasty woman who disguises herself as a man in order to enroll in the army. According to Pence, Disney's Mulan pushes a liberal agenda regarding women's role in combat. In his piece... Where does he think they belong? I think Making we know, beds? We know where they belong. Though I will say that the Uber asshole. driver who drove me last week said he thought that women shouldn't be... That men and women need to be separated in the military. I'm not fully against them being separated. I'm not fully against them being separated either, but I don't need him being mad about women's role in combat, which he thinks is just to cook food, probably. Exactly. Not even work at hospitals. That's right. So, I mean, there's really not more, much more that you need to, know, to say uh, that he's a horrible human being. He's an awful politician. He doesn't care about anybody. So I imagine, so I did think Why in my mind... Why is hypocrisy the cornerstone of Christianity? I just don't get it. I don't like, know. You just can't... You set up these ideals... And then these impossible boundaries for yourself. And yep. you're bound to look like a hypocrite regardless. But, I mean, he's more disgusting and materialistic and ambitious. Yes. Grossly ambitious. Yep. than Than even Trump. Yep. That's right. So, I wanted to, um, if you would indulge me. Okay. In imagining. Let me move. In imagining. Now, I also tried to find out what kind of music he likes. He does, like, <laughs> Rascal Flats. He, he likes, likes God bless the broken flat. road. Yeah. But what I did find out is that he likes John Mellon, John Cougar Mellencamp. Don't try to leave out the cougar, even though he tried to drop it. We're never dropping that. 
We will always be John Cougar Melon King. You know when I hear this in grocery stores and you've seen it. Yeah. I get crazy. Imagine if you will. You might need to turn that down with that. It's morning. It's the White House. It's the first day that Mike Pence is president. The alarm goes off. <laughs> <laughs> the alarm is this song. Ew. <laughs> Ooh. Good morning. Oh. Good morning, mother. Good morning, Ew, mother. <laughs> mother. Far. Mother, good morning. Mother wants to be a... I mean, me. Mackie wants to be a football star. Ooh, mother. Right, mother? Oh, two American kids converting gays. Am I right, mother? Okay, gotta get up. What are you gonna do today? Oh, father. Ew. I'm gonna pray. Gross. Check on the pregnant girls we keep in the basement. Go to Bible study. And then find some gays to hit in the face with my Bible. I don't know what she sounds like, but I just meant... <laughs> We're gonna find some gays to kill. Now that sounds like a blessed day. Oh, father... Go save the country from heathens and remember to help the poor. <laughs> they both crackle with laughter. Stop it. Don't forget to call David Coke. We have a double date tonight. You know what that means. The keys are going in the bowl and you're going to take it like a champ from David, aren't you? Ooh, mother. I love when you talk like that. Ugh. Okay, so then. Knock, knock, knock at the door. Mr. President, here's your daily briefing. Oh, wait, can you have the Koch brothers come in? They don't have security clearance, sir. Neither did Jared Kushner, and he's not in jail. <laughs> Let him in. Hey, bros. <laughs> and they come in. So then the Koch brothers come in. And um, his uh, whoever his chief of staff is going to be. And the chief of staff lets that him know. That person's already been fired twice. <laughs> so whoever the new person is comes in and lets him know the few things that are on the docket. What's on the docket? What's on the docket today? <laughs> the docket. Bud. He says, well, sir, uh, people still need health insurance and jobs and Putin. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what's on the docket? Oh, right, sir. We have to build more profit prisons and we have to keep deregulating environmental rules so the Koch brothers can keep making toxic shit and stealing people's money. Then they high five. Mr. President, you have a press conference. Okay, so then he goes to the press conference. Before we begin our press conference, let's pray. Dear God kill gays, put Jews on an island, and make sure I get to collect all the insider trading I'm doing. Amen. Okay, I'm so proud to be your president. I'm so humble he and does honored like he does insider to represent every American, and I will work hard to gain your trust. Questions. Now, then of course, blah, 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 blah. So, just imagine, just, you know, go with your own thoughts after that. What happens at the press conference, and what else he's going to do, and what else he's going to say. At the end of the day, Mike Pence is a fundamental, weak-minded dolt who's on sale to the highest bidder, and currently that's the Koch brothers. He uses religion as a shield and as a sword, and he's a liar and a hypocrite. He's an opportunist of the highest order and pretends he's humble and, and a humble servant to the American people, but he's also a humble servant to God. He uses God as a way to not take responsibility for critical thinking and for hateful indulgences. He's a fart in the wind of democracy and free thought, and let's just hope we don't have to suffer for too long during his toiletry. I mean presidency. Toiletry. Um, alright. Well, that was amazing. I want to <laughs> just quickly point out that other than, you know, Putin being president of America, the big, big problem that we're facing, like, the biggest problem with our government that we're facing is campaign 
finance yeah. and the way that the richest people in America control everything that's gun control, it you know, gun laws, abortion laws, yep. health laws, yep. they all control everything us normal people do. Yeah. And he this is a perfect example of how our vice president is in bed with the richest people. That that should already be a red flag for anyone listening. And they said it about Hillary Clinton and it might have been true. But that's the thing that we should all be working against, even if it's just mentally on your like in, in your day to day and you don't know the ins and outs, the thing that you always have to know is that we don't want billionaires being involved in government because we'll never be able to compete. Our needs will never be able to compete with what they want. That's why there's guns everywhere yeah. because of how much control that, and money that the gun lobby has. So I'm glad you pointed that out, Mammy I certainly, it was, it was something, it was, it was great. It was amazing. But now it's time to forget about Mike Pence and tell the kids <laughs> about something they may not have heard about but is super fucking tragic. Okay, this is the part of the show where we tell you about things in the news that you may have missed, but they are too tragic for us to ignore. Okay, so y'all might not know this, but at the end of last week, it was announced that the Russian government organized a methodical and effective cyber attack where they hacked into our nuclear plants and penetrated the software that controls energy energy distribution on the grid. Apparently, the Russians didn't actually, quote, do anything once they had infiltrated the power plants, but the evidence is there that they had a strong foothold on a large number of our nuclear power plants and maintained the ability to basically shut them down at a moment's notice, effectively turning off power for the entire grid supplied by each individual plant. The threat is there, and the threat is real, girl. U.S. intelligence agencies have been aware of this threat for over a year, and they first introduced or issued warnings to the Energy Department in June. And though it's been going on for some time, the number of Russian cyber attacks surged three months after Trump took office. That's just a fact. I mean, uh, they wanted the the people who are running the uh, power plants want you to think that they, oh, like they circumvented it. Yeah, like that they may, they might have been able to sort of like see what's going on in a third party manner, but they certainly couldn't control anything. That's yeah. what they want you to. Yeah, know. they're acting like that. The, the what they say is that, um, that the U.S. nuclear plants are designed as islands. Right, right. That they're not connected to the internet or any other networks. But nuclear power provides like twenty percent of the nation's electricity, which isn't like a, a you know a large number. But but at the end of the day, they, they blow them up. Yeah, and if they stop the power, they stop the power. That's right. a huge deal. It stops everything from, it stops commerce, which means it stops money making, and that's everyone's bottom line. What if a, a hospital is powered by that well, plant? Of course. What of if course. a? I mean, and the second it goes dark, now you're weak in those areas, and twenty yeah. percent of the America, you're now weak. And vulnerable to an attack by them. Right. And also, it was more of just a fuck you to show, like, we're in you. Yeah, we're in well, you exactly. and we're on you. Right. And we didn't do it, but we can. And North Korea's yeah. done it to us, too. Yeah. So my question is, are we doing it to anyone? Because I certainly haven't read that. No. That is a good question. I hope so. Maybe America goes into the Russian one and is like, well, we're in you. I don't think we do. Because I don't know why they wouldn't no, say, we haven't. we're in their shit. No, we won't. And the whole thing with Rex Tillerson, too, when I don't think we ever talked about it, was that Upon finding out that, you know, even just that they fucked with Facebook. Yeah. Rex Tillerson um, was given, like, a lot of money. Like, I thought it was, like, around, like... Uh, he was given was a lot of money. Million dollars? He was it earmarked. Million. So, I'm not sure if it's 30 or 3. It was a lot of money. Millions, regardless. though. It was millions. And he 
Nope. Put a department. He didn't even spend a dollar Nothing. of it. Nope. And the department that's been assembled, not one person speaks Russian. Nope. Not one person. Nope. When you know nope. you could get, you could literally pay high school students <sighs> to hack into their shit. Yep. I mean, high school students can hack even banks. You know what I mean? They don't do it. Yeah. The CIA, the second they see a hacker, the CIA goes gets them and is like, "You're working for right. us now." Right. And it's like it's not that hard. To, I could honestly assemble a crew. I swear to you, like straight up Ocean's Thirteen up in this bitch. I could go find. <sighs> I know people speak Russian right off the top of my head. That'd be cool to do an Oceans I mean, you 13. know, and he doesn't get anyone, no one in that department even speaks Russian. We're Wait, not infiltrating I mean, shit. Come on, no. No, because we know that we're, they all are trying to get, just to be, you know, inserted, no, they, penetrated. Yeah, yeah, all of it. They want to shut, <laughs> they have the power to shut the infrastructure down, and the truth is that they do, and so does North Korea, and yep. you're not going to, no amount of fucking lying on the internet is it can convince me that they don't No, and it's like the second you've got the power we are all so dependent on the cell phones now that to have it shut off in any way is it we're we are going to become like robots that someone's unplugged like we really will right. you know yep. it's like i was driving to work the other day like the set and i thought i forgot my phone i was going to be late and i thought i forgot my phone and i was like i went through this whole scenario in my mind like what if I was driving to set? It was an hour away. I was, let's say, halfway there. I yep. don't have the end directions. Yes, you, know, you get yes, on the freeway, but you yes. don't even look at the next yep, set of directions. Nope. And now I'm I'm half hour from home, half hour from set, and my phone isn't with me. And now I'm like, I was like thinking in my mind, what do I do then? I'm like, do I walk into a coffee shop and ask a Starbucks employee, like, yo, do you mind if I use your cell phone? <laughs> like, I don't even understand what I would ever do. Like, we don't... None of us ever prepare a backup plan. We, we don't That's ever true. think, what if water spills on my phone and now I have no information? I literally, at that point, what if I don't even remember how to drive my car without my phone? I'll do be like, we, how does my car work? <laughs> I don't even know how to unlock doors. Do we need to get... Um, do we need to keep maps in the car? I guess. Probably. Do I have to get one of those books, uh, which I never a really... A Thomas Guide? Yeah. I don't even know how to use a Thomas I don't Guide. Either. At all. It's just a thing of like understanding the truth of how vulnerable we are. We all are because it's like when you and I went to fucking um, the WeHo fucking Halloween parade. Yeah, and this was years ago. Like no one's phone works when you get in situations like that. <laughs> right? Because the bandwidth is like just too many people. Yeah, it's and, too yeah. crowded. Yeah. So you're like, why isn't my phone working? I'm standing on Santa Monica, and it's like because there's. Um, 800,000 people around me and then you're like but no but what if we lose Johnny and we can't find you know right. like what if we can't find Stephen the Poet how are we gonna meet up and like you and I are standing there in goddamn like Kill Bill fucking uh, part two outfits uh -huh. and we end up getting separated and we never found them again right we end up with fucking Justin Martindale and his boyfriend. Pat <laughs> yeah. Pete's house. And that's the kind of catastrophes that happen. You know what you don't want to do is end up at Pete's house, okay? <laughs> you guys on Halloween, separated from Johnny and you can't get him on the phone. So everybody just needs to understand how vulnerable we are and as individuals and as groups. Julie and I, and I'll tell you this, and you can take this advice. This is a kind of more of a Patreon conversation, but we have a plan for when the shit goes down, where we are going to meet up. And I'm just going to let you know it's a tanning salon, but Julie won't remember, so we're not gonna, ever going to find each other the night of the fucking, the Putin-ocalypse. The Putin um, but you have to have a plan of where you're going to meet people, assuming that your phone doesn't work. Your car will work. Hopefully you have it gassed up. Oh, I plan on living in my car with the animals, but I'm not, I'm not thinking that the phones will work. So you got to know where you're going to meet your people. Fuck having your fucking... 
jugs of water for the earthquake. Fuck all that noise. The main thing you need is where you're going to meet yep. someone. I will loot somewhere. I don't care. I'll be like, you know well, what? The Seven Eleven near my house, you've been a little dick to me. I've taken all yeah, your water, bitch. Yes. Well, I just know that I can almost stand up in my truck. <laughs> That's right. So that yeah, truck can fit a family of four easily, to live. comfortably. It's got the back for storage, yeah. and you can, or actually, could just lay. You can fully. We can sleep hide in the back. And you can hide the back. Mm-hmm. So I'm thrilled. You want to know? Oh, why do you have a truck? Come find me. Come find <laughs> me during the Putin the apocalypse. So you might not have known it, but it's real fucking tragic. And now it's time for so there's that. part of the show where Julie's forced to find a so there's that moment that has occurred amongst all the awful feedback and news we're tortured with on a daily mm. basis. She hates doing it, but it's very cathartic, not just for her, but for all of us li- listening, which is why we keep making her do it, regardless of her crappy attitude. <laughs> so tell us, Meow Meow, what is your so there's that oh. moment for this week? <laughs> oh, so hard to do this week. It's so hard to do. Oh, <laughs> do God. you say that for real or it are you just... so hard to do. Uh, no. I thought it was. You were reading stuff out. I'm like, no. You're like, Andrew McCabe is getting my, get his pension. Democrats are offering him jobs, but and we're like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Why don't the Democrats <laughs> do something for the people? That's yeah. what you said. And I was yeah. like, that's right. Well, it's always fucking hard. Even though, for <laughs> some, like, what can I say? This sucks. I hate doing it. It's true. But it's good to do because you're right. You need to find one piece of positivity and find the gratitude. You got to find the gratitude. <sighs> Even though for some unknown godly reason Trump's poll numbers are going up, I don't understand. He's literally at like a likability rating of forty two percent. It's gone up three percent. Whatever. The, I don't even know what the fuck that means. And that's all fake. It's anyway, all lies. Whatever it means. <laughs> Talk about according, fake fucking news. I know. According to the news, his uh, his poll numbers are going up. Um, and what else is rising is <laughs> what else is rising is the vom in my throat, which is followed by diarrhea. Which is also in my throat. Imagine if you could diarrhea and vomit out of your mouth. That's what that makes me feel. And then now, swallow it, though, because I've definitely I have seen done you that, swallow yeah. down. Yeah. Now, those are the things you see and you think, that's why I can't do this anymore. It's like fucking Trump and then pens. I'm just like, oh. Well, and then as you're screaming and you're, you're like holding yourself and all of it, a lamb. A lamb. You see an adorable <laughs> prancing, lamb prancing, prancing up. and it's so cute, and it's nice, and people are smiling Lambs at it. Lambs are so cute. So cute. <laughs> and it comes to the trough, and you just think, mm, I wish that lamb would run for government. And, and it does. Like, booby, boo-boo lamb. <laughs> boo yep. Like, yep. Um, sweet lamb, little lamb, lammy. I mean, yeah, if somebody ever calls you lamb. Remember like, that lamb thing from the fucking 60s? Oh, yeah, so that's, I think is that Lammy? Yeah, that's the cutest puppet in the world the ever puppet created. In the world. Sherry Lammy. Lewis and yeah. Lammy. <laughs> so cute. I mean, motherfucker's called Lammy. <laughs> that's like adorable, man. That is like, so I can't even handle so it. So cute. How cute it is. <laughs> well, Connor Lammy won the congressional seat in the all-Republican Pennsylvania Rust Belt, and shit is fucking exciting! It's very exciting. Um, if this is any indication of anything, it really could be the real true beginning of a real true, real true, literal, real true change of Republican control. Basically... And by the way, I want to say that happened the day that race was going on, the day of Rex Tillerson, where you and I were glued to the TV. Yeah. 
And I'm like, why do I care? I was like, in the middle of the night, I was like, who's won? Have the results come I know, in? I know. You woke up out of a sleep. Yeah. Like, who won? Yeah. Um, well, Connor Lamb, who eked out the congressional, it was a special election because another person was disgraced out of Congress, and um, they needed to fill the seat, and it was between... A Republican who was, whole stance was being against abortion fucked his mistress <laughs> oh, yeah. and asked her to get an abortion, and they were like, don't let the door hit you on the way out, you lying. <laughs> and we're like, why don't you look around? That's what you're all like. All of them. Every one of them. So... Connor Lamb eked out the seat over this guy named Rick Saccone in Pennsylvania. Now, if you don't know, this guy Saccone ha- is so gross. He's he's a fundamental conservative. He's the guy that you might have seen on the news who was went like, "We're gonna keep our guns and our Bibles!" Like he screamed like that. He wanted to. We're gonna we're gonna hold on to our guns and our Bibles. That's his whole thing. He has a mustache that's. Um, it's just a pedophile mustache. It's a full pedophile Julie mustache. Julie can't deal with the mustache. At and all. And he said that Democrats hate God. He said that just recently, more than once. And you know, I'll it's tell you something else. It's just a stupid thing to I'll say. I'll tell you something else. They hate God. What? Who? Also, good. How about that? It's just such Fuck a off. stupid, basic thing it's to say. It's such a stupid thing to say. It's just like, hate God. Yeah, it's, it's like saying whatever. somebody's a devil worshiper. Like, they're all devil worshippers and atheists. And it's like, what is this, 1982? And also, let me just... For, let me just, may I, may I, for a moment, you, you may just say, so what if someone hates God? What does it have to do with you in any capacity? And if God is so amazing and so omnipresent and so everything, why is God so insecure that someone fucking hates him? Get, get, get into it. The rest of us have to deal with people hating us. Yeah. So, fucking, I hate God. How about that? So, uh... Anyway, Connor Lamb is a young, cute, Democrat, liberal. He's a middle-of-the-road guy. Central, centrist. He's moderate. And most importantly, his face doesn't look like it was hit with a gourd. He's one of very few, I'm going to say, less than five. You can count on one hand people in politics oh, I that's see, not I said, disgusting not for nothing i'm not <laughs> mad at seeing someone who isn't horrifically ugly right. and is fucking looks like their face is made of maggots i mean i don't rick Sacone is insane full ugly all ugly <laughs> anyway the guy is moderate he he um i just want to say a republican including the guy who with who fucked the mistress tim whatever his <laughs> name is a republican has won that area um, for like the last 20 years so strongly, including the guy with the mistress, yep. that in the last two elections, the the Republican ran um, like unrivaled. Yeah, people were like, like, I'm not even going to bother. The Democratic Party wouldn't even spend a dollar to right. put anyone there to run against him because right. they were like, it's impossible to win. Trump won that area by right. a million fucking right. votes. Yep. It was a total landslide. Right. And there was, it was, it was no one's race to lose. The Republicans had right. it in the bag. And that guy, Rick Saccone, spent no money to the point where, and did nothing to the point where Donald Trump and his entire family, not just Don Jr., not just Eric, but Ivanka too, they all rolled on down to Pennsylvania. They all tried to campaign for that guy, Rick Saccone. Right, And Connor Lamb did nothing except home grassroots, knocking on doors, telling people his feelings. He's an attorney. Joe Biden did come and help him. But that's it. He didn't get any other, like, power players to help him. Nope. He looks like a Kennedy. He does. He's very, uh, he has that look where it's like, I don't, for a, maybe a regular lady probably thinks he's handsome. 
he's, he's... We don't think he's handsome. We're just so used to seeing ugly well, people. Well, that's the thing, but I'm saying, yeah. I think a regular lady will probably think he's handsome. You know, I don't mean right. I mean, yeah. like, you know what I mean. Yeah. And he's, he's thin. probably killing it in that he's town. He's sporty. Oh, my God. I don't know if he's sporty, but... Well, he likes <laughs> to wear a fleece. Oh, okay. So you know you mean, what I mean? Yeah. Um, he just looks very clean, cut, proper... Yeah. He could be Republican. I wouldn't be surprised. And, uh, to me, he could be gay. But that's how clean he looks. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So clean, you're like, are you right. gay? Because usually men aren't that clean looking. Right. Right. He's very <laughs> clean looking. I mean, I saw there were news things of him hugging. He did these gent- he was gently hugging people. Yeah, I, I really like, like him He's very a lot. sweet. He just seems like the real deal. Now, he's a politician, so there's that. Probably but, lying. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? If he's on the right side of the law, even if he's lying, then fine. He's so, pro-life. He said he said he's... No, I mean, he's pro-choice. Yeah. He said he's pro-life personally, which is perfectly oh, fine, fine, but he's pro-choice. Which is how you gotta go. He's He wouldn't disagree or talk any shit about Trump during the, um, when he was running, mm-hmm. and they all at MSNBC tried to, but then he's like, you know, I'm just not gonna talk about that right now, or, you know, and I, whatever, and then they said, well, can I just ask you, you know, who you vo- voted for in the, in the 2016 election, and he goes, I voted for Hillary Clinton. And I was like, <laughs> oh, drop the mic, bitch. Drop it, girl. Well, <laughs> so at the end of the day, um, this is really hopefully the beginning of the change that everybody's really thinking about because people thought it was before with that other guy and he almost won. Remember that guy who almost won? There was that guy who almost won and they were like, but this is good for Democrats. Blah, blah, blah. Well, oh, it's okay that he just lost because right, we would right, lost that by a landslide. Right. No, that's not how Well, it he won. And, and I want to say before the end that you heard it here first and Julie heard it here first and everyone's heard it here first. <laughs> so put it in your fucking iPhones right now with the date. I believe... Within the next 10 years, that guy will run for president. President and, Lamb. Yeah, President Lamb. Imagine seeing President Lamb. And you know, his, all his slogans are going to be like, the lion becomes the lamb. Yeah. Or the lamb is the lion. <laughs> and, the, you know, because all lions and lambs and shit, it's going to yeah. be all that shit. Well, good. And I hope, and you know what, President Lamb, unless there's an amazing lady who's running against you, we will be voting for you. So, there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. We love you guys. We really do appreciate each and every one of the 14. <laughs> um, if you feel like all the political talk is bugging and you want something less segregating and alienating and preachy, <laughs> check out our members-only Patreon podcast. Well, that's right. It's a dollar a week, and it's totally random and pointless. There's no ads or segments. We don't edit it or do much of anything, really. We just talk shit about... Shitty, stupid fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> but make no mistake, we take that podcast very seriously. We just don't take ourselves seriously. Right. Um, and we do really have a special bond with our Patreon listeners because they hear us say embarrassing um, or just like <laughs> like stuff that we say. Should we edit that? Should mm-hmm. we delete that? But then we ultimately never do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we trust that we can be our whole truly gross selves with them. <laughs> That's right. So, and if you'd like to come... See me uh, live. I'll be at Cobb's Comedy Club on March 28th in San Francisco. And then at the Laugh Cellar in Santa Rosa, California on March 30th. Tickets are available online. 
at um, just go to Facebook and figure it out. <laughs> and then, um, in April, if you're in Miami, I will and me and Brandy will both be at Miami Pride. We'll be appearing at several events there, and you should check out the Miami Pride website. And they'll have a list of all the events that are going on. But I do know that we're going to be together, and we're going to be appearing at um, a bunch of shit. So come on down to Miami Pride. It's going to be fun. That is going to be fun. Yep. And as always, this has been real, and this has been fun. But mostly, it's been gay, and it's been dumb. Nighty night. Keep your butthole <laughs> tight, or Mike Pence is going to get it. Uh-huh. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme Maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty grooving you want something visual that's not too abysmal we could take in an old steve reeves movie i'm glad we caught you at home could we use your phone we're both in a bit of a hurry right we'll just say where we are then go back to the car we don't want to be any worry well you got caught with a flat wheel How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. Stay for the night. Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the race is really to blame So I'll remove the cause <laughs> But not the symptom <laughs> <laughs>